going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Never Lost Podcast. It is May 5th, 2021. Cinco de Mayo is here. We've got a heater for you today. We've been on a little bit of a hiatus, so we've got a lot of topics to talk about. There's the NFL draft. Soccer world was on fire. Aaron Rodgers wants out of Green Bay. Lots and lots to talk about. Can't wait for it. I'm excited. And I also watched uh, WandaVision on the hiatus, and that's why we had to take it. So uh, we're back <laughs> at it. How, how do you think uh, your uh, Panthers did? In the draft. I like what they did. Um, yeah, it was big on J.C. Horn. I mean, a shut-down cornerback. I mean, to go with their defense that they uh, that they loaded up on last year, every pick they took took defense. They had J.C. Horn. Uh, well, it was Terrace Marshall. I like Terrace Marshall a lot. Dude uh, lit it up at LSU without uh, Jamar Chase there last they year. Got that, uh, they got that underrated tight end over there too, huh? Uh, at LSU? No, I, I mean the other – Draft pick that the Carolinas picked Tommy up. Tommy Treble? No, that was Brady uh, Brady Christensen. He's a tackle. Oh, tackle. Yeah, he bad. was a tackle. Yeah, that's uh, that NFL had really or ESPN had rated really low, and uh, Pro Football Focus said he was one of like the top tight ends they've ever evaluated or uh, tackles they ever like evaluated. It was really weird. They've never seen such a gap in between like people rating other people, which is a weird concept altogether. That they just look at someone and they're like, you. Good. Well, I think what you they suck. What, <laughs> what Pro Football Focus does is they they literally look they at use more analytics than anything. They look at uh, individual plays and like they see where you're. Like they look at the concept. They look at where you were supposed to be and what happened. And like their whole grade is if you were in the right spot and if you did what you were supposed to do, then your grade goes up. And that's why if there's a high grade, it's like nice because it means you have a player who's doing exactly what he's supposed to do, where he's supposed to be the, at the entire time. He's a good boy. Good boy. Good boy, do what you want to do, but I mean, I thought they had a solid, solid pick, uh, picks all around, and they traded a shit ton and still got good uh, value out of what they what they picked or like what they traded. It seems like every team kind of nailed the draft this year. I haven't really seen anybody who's like, oh, this team. I mean, Green uh, Bay, but, uh, oh, the Raiders. Oh, Raiders. Raiders close. didn't do that good. I don't know. Last time Raiders had a good draft, so I mean, it's kind True. of almost <laughs> to be expected these days. I mean, yeah, I saw something that the Seahawks didn't have a great draft either, but at least for uh, the NFC North, there was. A lot of lot of great pickups. This is yeah, Chicago's. I thought was really good. As much as I don't like Chicago, I mean, we all know what happened the last time the Bears traded up to select a quarterback. But I think this is a, has a very different feel. Justin Why Fields is that? <laughs> is that because Deshaun Watson and Patrick Mahomes aren't in the in the running? Or? Maybe just a little bit. Also, now we get to have the quarterback that everyone else passed on, and we can kind of reap the benefits of mm-hmm. seeing what other people apparently didn't see. Who Justin Fields being. Literally his entire career being very right behind Trevor Lawrence in high school, in college. It's always been like 1A, 1B. And for some reason, with analysts and leading up to the draft, everybody just found and nitpicked every reason to not want to pick Justin Fields, which I'm very okay with. Mm -hmm. Fell right into the Bears' lap, especially with that trade with the Giants. I mean, Mm -hmm. a lot of people say they gave up a lot, but in my opinion, they really didn't. They traded their first – they swapped first-round picks, which is fine. They wouldn't have really – gotten an electric talent at 20 in my opinion especially on offense which is exactly what they need mm-hmm. and then they gave up a first round pick next year that's the biggest thing and then also a fourth rounder but the biggest thing is having a quarterback on your team who can actually yeah. you know throw. I, so there's hope in chicago i'm a lot happier that we're going into this season having justin fields on the roster instead of just andy dalton you think he's oh, starting yeah. game one or i don't know if it's starting game one Chicago right now is saying that they really don't want to start Fields right away, but 
They I, should. If they do, it means that Justin Fields just blew him away in camp, what? in training camp, and then really just, I mean, just like took the job from Andy Dalton. They have less preseason games, so it's not like he gets that extra game yeah. to kind of show himself too, you know. But mm-hmm. it's also when you draft up like that and you have the confidence in Justin Fields to do that. You're pretty much saying the minute you pick him, you're like you're our number one. Well, I like there's, I don't know if I agree. Do you think Trey Lance starts day one in uh, San Francisco? They didn't trade well, Garoppolo. No, because they have no, a, but, but they that's a different situation. A, they, they haven't been in a quarterback carousel, like trying to figure out, oh, who's going to lead this team? Because it's definitely not going to be Nick Foles. Well, you, well, trade, it's, you trade up to take a quarterback that high. I don't know if you kind of created a created a situation. I well, think I think it was a perfect pick for the Bears. I think it fits with the culture. I think. Matt Nagy is happy to finally have someone he wants on the team. He's probably and also though too. Saved but, but his that's job. The thing. But Him that's the and thing, Ryan though. Pace. That's the thing though. This is going to buy them time. So, say you win a couple games with Justin Fields, he's looking good. You're liking his numbers. You're liking his throws. You're like, all right, this we can build off of this. But then if if you start losing games and you start Andy Dalton right away. You're gonna, I, it's not going to look pretty. What I don't want to see is halfway through the year, I mean, Justin, like we lose a bunch of games with Andy Dalton. Justin Fields comes in. They don't necessarily do great again. And then we end up getting Matt Nagy and Ryan Pace fired and then having a new... Around week seven. Yeah, a new coaching like system and everything that get brought in. Mm-hmm. And then it's kind of like, oh, well, Justin Fields wasn't our guy. So we're going to kind of... Like if he we're going to give him a really short leash and then if he doesn't perform, we're going to get a new quarterback. And then it's kind of been a vicious cycle for that in Chicago because that's kind of what happened with Mitch Trubisky. Mitch Trubisky was drafted. He did all right. And then after the fact, Matt Nagy was brought in and Matt Nagy has never been like Mitch Trubisky's my guy. I'm riding with him. I'm going to let him do everything. I'm going to let him take this offense to the next level. It's always been a bit of a handicap, kind of not really letting him do everything and has really just been waiting for him to you know, be out of there so he can get his own guy, which I think he found in Justin Fields. I think yeah. he, he is the guy who wanted Patrick Mahomes in the Chiefs, and he had a big word going on over there to get Patrick Mahomes. Mm-hmm. So I think he has a pretty good track record of evaluating quarterbacks in the draft. So let's see if Justin Fields is the future of Fing- Chicago. Fingers crossed, right? And he's in the north, so that's yeah. exciting. I mean, I th- I'm glad that we got a big – um guy who can like withstand everything in the NFC North from Ohio State so he knows how to play in like the Midwest and like oh, yeah. handle big time pressure from Ohio State and now he's in Chicago which is one of the biggest pressure cities you can yep. be in. Well they did they're just physical it's a physical conference too and yeah. like the NFC North's always been physical. Mm-hmm. I mean, so it's gonna there's gonna be some dogs that want to hit them. So like they the mm-hmm. only thing that needs to be like worked with the Bears probably is the O line. And they drafted the tackle and, No no they did round. but like I mean it's clearly not gonna be like yeah, like, all right, you're safe. Like, no one's probably going to hit you. And a great thing, too, with Justin Fields is he runs a four four forty. He can throw on the run. He's mm-hmm. very mobile, so he can protect himself a little bit there. Um, Mitch Trubisky could do that, too, but he couldn't throw down the field when he did that. Justin Fields can. They got Tevin Jenkins. They traded up in the second round as well as trading up in the first and got what I think is, like, the best value for, like you said, for trading for that tackle mm-hmm. for the Panthers. I think Tevin Jenkins was a first-round talent for sure, and I think he's just an absolute yeah, monster. That was a good pick. His first thing he said, uh, or quote brought up after he was drafted, he said, protecting the quarterback is the number one thing. you got to keep him clean. If you don't keep him clean, you get dirty. Mm-hmm. You get dirty down in the, dirty. in the trenches, and that's I love that. That's exactly <laughs> what you need for a big tackle. He's a mauler. He's he's an absolute beast. He's, was, it's going to be great. That was the energy that the Lions had with drafting their first three guys. Well, you got you have to have that energy with uh, the high-energy oh, coach yeah. of – 
Dan yeah. Campbell is Bites his name. kneecaps off. Yeah, man. seriously. Like, He's not playing Motor, games. Motor City Dan Campbell. What a great pick for uh, Dan Campbell, just hiring a <laughs> Rick guy to be like, I, let me get Penny Sewell, the uh, absolute monster who's going to just murder people I, out on the field. I think it's cool because he's he grew up a Lions fan. Mm-hmm. Sewell did. So, like, it's kind of coming back, you know, to an organization that wants to build off of his mentality. Right. Something that he has hunger for. You upset they didn't take any more like offensive players though? I mean we like, got we got we got some pretty we got we got some uh snipers in the in later in the round. Um St. Brown, yeah, Aquanimus St. Brown. Saint Brown's brother. USC, yeah, cuz St. Brown's had a great NFL career. He's actually <laughs> um, I hate you. I'm just saying, I mean it's blood right there. No, I mean, yeah, that's but, true. I mean But like our But like who's going to be your number 1 receiver going into the year? Williams probably. Mm, yeah. Tyrell Williams? Yep. Yeah, they traded yeah. for him. And he, yeah. yeah. Probably, so, like, uh, Quint- honestly, is probably going to be your number two. No, T-Hawk is definitely going to be your number one a, target. Yeah. Well, if anyone sure. plays fantasy, you're going to want to draft T-Hawk. You're going to not want – you're going to want to shy away from any Detroit Lions. True. That is draft true. Leagues. That is true. If you're hey, drafting hey, in hey, fantasy hey. and you uh, are at your 15th pick and you don't know anybody else to take – TJ Hawkinson will be your maybe, guy. Oh maybe Swift. You can get away with Swift, but other than that, that O line's going to be nasty, though. Like, well, they just got to do excited. something. There's no weapons on the outside, at least to today. Like, I mean, right now. To be fair, I mean, that's a. I, in my opinion, it's, it's always the rebuild. You, you build up your quarter. You get a quarterback, which I mean, Jared Goff. They got rid of their quarterback, and Jared Goff mm-hmm. definitely is not going to be like the future answer in Detroit. But to ha- you have to have an offensive line, mm-hmm. no matter what. That's where your entire offense starts. You can have complete studs everywhere, and if you keep can't get if you can't keep your quarterback safe and clean in the pocket, then it's not going to matter. Yeah. Which is why everyone was criticizing the Bengals for get going after Jamar yep. Chase instead of Penny Sewell. They took a tackle in the second round though to like help, but dude, their weapons are so stacked. Well, like, you I got noticed Chase some, T Higgins, but like how's uh, that going to Boyd, Tyler Boyd? But how's that going to work when your quarterback has another? Yeah, you're hoping leg. he is just like whipping that ball out. Joe they Mixon have a horrible still. line, so. Yeah. I mean, one of the worst, like, ever. But I you noticed this thing coming out of the draft that a lot of co- uh, college people got reunited with their weapons. And yeah, Jalen Waddle back with Tua. Mm-hmm. I think um, it's cool that we got Travis Jamar Etienne with, uh, yep, with Lawrence. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then now Jamar Chase and Burrow. I think that's going to be something really cool. I want to see the NFL graphic that gets put up there on some Monday night game mm-hmm. or Thursday night game talking about, like, the combination, how they've done throughout the year. And oh, like, Jalen Hurts with Devontae Smith was another one, too. Yeah, exactly. Hit. Although Damn he's going to go, yeah, the Eagles' last receivers they've been drafting have not. Uh, it's kind of like a graveyard for receivers uh, right They now. haven't been a Heisman Trophy winner, though. True, yeah. but it's just like. And yeah, Jalen Rager wasn't. That that office, that front office is in a bad shape, though. They showed footage of the Eagles' draft room. Oh, yeah, I and saw their that. Talent, their head senior talent acquisition, their GM was going to fist bump him and he looked the other way and he's like get away from me dude because this is not what we need right now yeah he was like shaking his head he's like get yeah. away from me that is a team who knows how to go from winning a super bowl and then like two years or three years later <laughs> tanking it tanking not it. even being able to win in the nfc east oh and man. I, and i think that was the exciting thing watching the lions draft i think this is the first time i felt optimism as a Lions fan for a draft because we didn't get another tight end and another receiver <laughs> like five times. Yeah, I was kind of waiting for you guys to take Devontae so, Smith. But I, it was it was cool though because like we had the ball in our court and we picked the right guy for the right job. But like the energy in that room was so hype. Like Brad Holmes is jumping, pounding on the desk. John Dorsey's sitting back like 
Yeah, dude, we're we're gonna be the shit. Like, I love the energy we have. Right I mean, now. they have more swagger than they have in a lot of years. I mean, they've been like a laughing stock and kind of like a punching mm-hmm. bag of all NFL fans and just the NFL in general. But I think all three of our teams, like the Panthers, the Bears, and the Lions, they all took positive steps forward instead mm-hmm. of taking steps back, mm-hmm. which is a huge thing, especially considering that the Bears and all of our teams have been taking a few steps back as of late. So a lot of optimism, a lot of positive things coming out of there. And now it's just we'll have to see when the season starts. Yep, and we can all be happy. You and I, you and Jordan and I can be happy that uh, Aaron Rodgers is uh, hopefully not the uh, biggest fan of the green Dude. and yellow right love, now. Love to see him on Jeopardy. Hate to see him on the football field against my team. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, to be fair, I don't want him to retire, though. Oh, no. I think the you NFL is better. I, I don't. Mm-hmm. When was the last time an NFL MVP retired the year after? I have never I have no idea. Ever, like, without been. due to injuries or whatever it was. So Aaron Rodgers is good for the NFL. He's good for the league. And if what they're saying is so true and that it's a toxic situation there in Green Bay, I'd love to see him go to another team like maybe like the Broncos, somewhere mm-hmm. out of the NFC personally. Yeah, I don't see him getting traded in the NFC. No. If you're letting him go, it's going across seas. We'll get a Tom Brady and Rogers Super Bowl one way or another. Isn't it weird? Yeah, though? that's that's. It seems like they're <laughs> the NFL is just trying to line isn't that it, up. Isn't it, isn't it weird though? The minute Tom Brady enters the NFC, okay, Drew Brees retires. Like Aaron Rodgers <laughs> is mad, dude. It's it's crazy. Like, well, you look at what Tampa did with Tom Brady one year, and they built a team for him. Whoa, you know, n- yeah, exactly. They literally went out and got the guys that Brady wants. Aaron Rodgers has been on the Packers, what, since 2006, 2007? Sits down, hey, draft me a weapon in the first round. I dare you. The only two <laughs> offensive weapons they've drafted since Aaron Rodgers has been there has been Aaron Rodgers and Jordan Love. Yeah, That is it. And their defense... Like, I know they need help in their defense. I completely get it. It's you funny look that at the you draft rankings, defense first round every year, but every, every year, year you but need then, defense. <laughs> but, you know, that's the thing, though. It's it's so hard to, mm-hmm. like, gauge that. Oh, yeah, it's, and to hit on those guys. Yeah, and he was he was liking LaFleur. Like, it looked like they really were working towards something that they can build a championship team. But then it always comes down to he could have been in five Super Bowls easily. Yeah. And it's it's just comes down to a couple misplays, man. I mean, six. To, you look at some of those NFC championship games, it's like most of the time they're just getting gashed. Getting gashed they on the ground like hundreds of rushing yards. Well, Niners one and then also the Niners again when Colin Kaepernick gashed him for like yeah, one seventy. He had like two hundred yards and like two touchdowns. Game, I think that was just a division one. No, it was. It was the goal against the Ravens. Was it? Yeah. I believe I'm so. I'm pretty sure. Mm. Either way, still like in the playoffs, getting yeah, yeah just yeah, destroyed yeah. on the ground, and then also with against the Falcons, that was just you know a complete slaughter. a slaughter of them just getting like picked apart. Right. Um, when you even think about that Cardinals game, right, where they're going the overtime, Feels Aaron like Rodgers makes game. two hail marys to get them back in the game, go to OT. Larry Fitzgerald out of the backfield for an eighty yards punch it in touchdown game over. So it's like. Yeah, there was what what do you do to make him happy? And if he's not happy with the front office and the GMs and the people working up there, then 
it's so hard to build that trust because you've been in those games. You've it, been in that light to make it there, and you just can't do it. And it just seems like it hasn't been one big thing. There's no one big reason where Aaron Rodgers wants out of there. It's been a culmination of so many little things over the years that a lot of fans, Packer fans, have all seen coming, and they've all been a little nervous, but it's just very impossible like kind of to think that Aaron Rodgers would leave the Packers because he's always said he's wanted to be there play somewhere his whole career but he's now saying if it's going to be like this when he's saying he wants to play into his 40s he's expressed that very explicitly and he is not going to want to do it for an organization that isn't going to listen to him Mm -hmm. and especially when there's organizations listening to Tom Brady and one that just makes really bad mistakes like how they ended their season last year with the field goal instead of going for it. Number one offense in the league, Aaron Rodgers. You have Devontae Adams, and you're going to kick that field goal. It's just kind of tough. Aaron should have ran that ball, though, man. He had a wide-open lane, and even even if you don't score, you're at least getting... Mm -hmm. He probably thought he was going to have another play. He probably thought he had another chance. When you're in that that situation, and you got to think through that process, it's hard. That's why you're... Yeah, but... But also, I think it's kind of Would you like... Would rather do a fourth and ten or like a fourth and four? Because fourth mm-hmm. and four sounds like a way more open playbook and throwing the ball out to uh, Adams yeah. and let him fucking I also, just push someone around. And I also think it's crazy, too, because like Matthew Stafford left Detroit and went to the Rams, and now they're being touted as like they can contend for a ring. Yeah, their like, offense is like stacked. That, and you have Sean McVay. Yeah. And then Aaron Rodgers is like, I've been in this championship. I'm not... He's a West Coast boy. Like he is not about this area. So yeah, he's got all of his Hollywood women. He's yeah. been dating. He's kind of Hollywood drink, on his own family. Doesn't, doesn't really like a, to talk. To doesn't him. chug a chug a beer when you're with the with the boys at the Buck Stadium. Like, come on. Like, why aren't you? He, he doesn't belong. So he also, like, he also wants to do um he wants to do Jeopardy, and they yeah. filmed that in, in California. Yep. So and he's he really wants to do that. He's loved Jeopardy, and he says he loves doing it. And so. imagine if he was a 49er. Imagine if that trade went through. Well, yeah, they oh, they kind of messed that one up. God. Oh no, yeah, they you wouldn't have got enough value back though. If you're gonna trade him, you you want a lot of picks. Kings ransom for him, but I mean, at what point do you when Sean. you have a chance to get Aaron Rodgers for a team that can contend for a championship? Kind of like what I mean with what happened with Tampa Bay, even though mm-hmm. they didn't really trade all that much for Tom Brady. Um, and just a sign and trade because he was going there anyways. Yeah, I think yeah. so. But I mean, how can you not do that if it's going to give you a real shot at winning a Super Bowl, which is what this whole thing is all and, about? And being in the Super Bowl alone, like right. I mean, their offense otherwise is pretty stacked. I mean, they have a lot of young, big playmakers with Ayuk and uh, Debo, Mostert. Uh, I mean, George Kittle. George <laughs> Kittle, yeah, yeah, almost skipped okay. over him. Um, that that one tight end who well, uh, Rogers has never used yards. tight ends in his career anyway, so tight ends get over. Yeah, I don't think he's ever thrown to a tight end before. I don't think <laughs> he's ever thrown to <laughs> a Michael tight end Finn. like that before. That's probably um, true. I mean, yeah, not, well, the no one's Niners like drafted Kittle, um, uh, the dude out of uh, Ohio State too, um, running back. Um, da, 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 da. Um, can't think of his name right now. I think of Ohio State. All here is Justin Fields, baby. Yeah. I think uh, Trey Sermon. Thing. Oh, okay. So yeah. they took him too. So I mean, you're adding to their backfield that way as well. I mean, they got a lot of weapons. Mm-hmm. This NFL season is going to be, it's going to be uh, 
gonna be an interesting it's one. gonna be an interesting one until like week seven and then like all of our teams the, are like two dying and, yeah. two and five we're like dude the first it. four weeks are gonna be crazy i saw something was it like 13 teams have added a new quarterback or something that could be your starter like almost half the league has a brand new quarterback and your teams are derived from your quarterbacks how is it like getting all your scoring and everything is going to be insane i mean like, if I anything think, that might be mean, i think it's gonna be low scoring there's gonna be a lot of low scoring games and a lot of defense looking good it also might mean more of the same because when you do have teams switching quarterbacks it's always a lot of turnover and kind of difficult to mediate that gap but that means all the teams that do have the top shelf quarterbacks that have their systems that uh know what they're doing like are gonna kind of run it back and be able to pick teams apart yeah. a little better than the teams who have new quarterbacks. Right, that being like, said, I think the Bears are way better off having Justin Fields, that, a new mm-hmm. quarterback, than having Mitchell Trubisky. And I wish him well. He, he's going to be on the Bills. Hopefully Josh Allen doesn't get hurt. And they have Can to you imagine that locker room? Yeah, Josh man. Allen and Mitch Trubisky. My, my fancy team can't have Josh Allen get hurt <laughs> like that, man. That would suck. <laughs> I can't go for that. But at least, like, the NFL is in a beautiful spot right now. What, they had record numbers last year. Ratings went through the roof during the global pandemic. So, like, I mean, they're doing well. But then you mm-hmm. you travel the waters and you go to England, and it's it's a way different story over there with the soccer league of everything falling apart with the World Cup, Champions League gone. But well, it got cleared up. Well, I'm just surprised that the world sport, the biggest sport in the entire world that there are so many of these fans everywhere like love and do all this, that so many of these leagues are like in financial ruin and are declaring bankruptcy that, I mean, that just goes to show how horribly corrupt that like FIFA and all these like leagues are, which (laughs) has shown in the past that they've had like disgusting corruption all the time. But I think that was one of the bigger driving forces behind kind of doing the super league. I mean, it's very selfish of those 12 teams to want to do that because, yes, they'll do well. Everyone in the world is going to know them. Even, like, in America, it would get insanely popular, but then it would just destroy everything else. It would would ruin, like, the pyramid cycle of, like, the Premier League, like, the best league, the most valuable sports league probably in the entire world. And the top six clubs are just like, you know what? Instead of us possibly getting relegated and being put in a lower bracket, we want like stability like the NFL and the NBA. We want to be able to pump money into our leagues and just have them make money. Like we don't want to lose money. So we're guaranteed what four billion dollars your first season and then it just compiles on top of each other and it's right. like really? You wanna Oh, I was so mad and my club was like one of the leaders behind it, Manchester United. I'm like, you get you guys just don't <laughs> understand. You guys, you guys don't understand soccer. Like, like what? What is it? And the owners of Man U are the Glazers. The Glazers own the Buccaneers, so they just won a ring. And then they're like, "Oh, you know what? We need more money. Our biggest cash cow, Manchester United, which is valued at like five billion dollars. Yeah, let's let's kill. Let's tank our league, like a team that was built." By the working class in England. Yeah, back in like the 1800s. In the 18, 1870s, like diehard fans, you gave the working man another career and then these these entrepreneurs come over and they're like, oh, we'll buy that stock and then we'll, we'll reinvest it and disperse it to where we feel safe. And it's just, it's horrible because it would, it would kill 
soccer. It individually would just wipe it off the board. Another example of dirty business destroying like a lot of sports. And uh, me personally, I'm a very naive soccer fan. I mean, I, I do like Chelsea. I kind of pay attention a little bit, especially when the World Cup is on. But me, right when I saw the news of that, like a real soccer fan was like, oh my God, I can't believe these people are doing it. I my stupid ass goes. Oh, I think I think that'd be cool. I would love to <laughs> oh see. My I would love no. to see Chelsea play like the best of the best every other. See like, Chelsea week, play Real but... Madrid like three times instead of today, where you get them in the Champions League. They grind for that. You were making fun of me how Manchester United's not in the Champions League. They that aren't. wouldn't be a thing anymore. <laughs> they aren't. You wouldn't be able to like. Say I know that. exactly. And the Champions League is like the holy grail. It's like the top of the top, but. Wow, you mentioned that Chelsea being in the Champions League against another Premier League team. I mean, that's relatively unheard of, especially in the past few years. And I think there's only like six or seven Premier League teams who have ever even won the whole thing. Chelsea, so. Chelsea versus City, Man City, dude. That is going to be a game. I An electric matchup. Wait. The blue versus blue. It's going to be fun because it's also going to both stadiums. Right. So they're going to be going... They take they take place at their home stadiums. I know. I didn't think there was a an aggregate for the final game, though. I thought in the final it's just one game. I don't know. Actually, I'm I pretty know. sure. I'm eh, I'm not 100 percent sure. An... Me playing FIFA. Uh, oh that's how God. they usually <laughs> do it. But uh, that's like my only general knowledge I, on the well, whole they, thing. They, they've been switching up the rules a lot recently because they've known the Super League was in talks. Like they knew this was coming, but they didn't know that six clubs were going to sign papers and be like, oh. Yeah, by the way, screw this whole idea of building up a team and actually needing to perform well to stay in the league. We're just going to run away with it. It really did feel like, though, that they've been brewing on this, like, oh, maybe we should do it. And then they were like, oh, let's put it out there and see if the public likes it. And then the world went on fire, and they're (laughs) like, yeah, that was we were never going to do that. That was a bad idea. Let's just just back out of this thing. And and that's the thing, though, is like the Hugh Homer Simpson meme backing into (laughs) the edges. (laughs) The clubs haven't even really been that punished yet. No. Like, the number one thing they had to do was fire their chairman. Which Manchester United, before they were told to fire them, they got rid of him right away. Literally no. just a ploy for them to do that anyway. Exactly. <laughs> so it's just it's just been hard, you know? And then I was excited mm-hmm. this week, past week. It was going to be Manchester United against Liverpool at Old Trafford. Sunday morning. Perfect day for, for <laughs> soccer, you know? Like, you Football. live for these games. Right. And then Manchester United fans took a stance and they stormed the pitch. <laughs> they had to cancel the game. They were literally rioting. Like, they they didn't care. They're Soccer like, fans are crazy, They didn't bro. care about your perfect Sunday. No. <laughs> they said, fuck you, Jacob. <laughs> Dude, but it was crazy, cool. It was though. Cool, People though. die watching soccer games. People, yeah. like, live and breathe and, for that. Like, and, and that's the thing that just makes it more exciting is, like, they're asking for these families these companies, these investment hedge funds in America to sell these clubs because they don't live there. They don't go to the games. Like the guy who owns the Gunners, he owns like eight different teams in America. And he has yet to be at a single Arsenal game. Like, Gunners. Like, what is that? I (laughs) Gunner. (laughs) But it's it's just something that's, it's exciting to see the German clubs were like, this is horrible. And they're fan owned. Like, and they're some of the most valuable clubs in the world now. And they said, this is a bad idea. 
Well, like, I think they like just we went to their labs this. or something and were like, you know what? I mean, German football needs to come back a little bit. Why don't we just make these absolute, like, Adonis players just like, yeah, they can just put the ball in from anywhere and we'll we'll have these guys come out in about mm, 18, 19 years and then just have them run football for a little while. There's so many, so many good German players out it's there It's insane. Now. And, like, watching Paris Saint-Germain beat them in the Champions League was heartbreaking to watch Bayern get smoked by the French. I hated it. Oui, oui. Oui, oui, mon ami. But, uh, yeah. Mbappe and Neymar just ran us over. I hated it. But <laughs> Probably the best one-two punch in For a breakaway, yeah. If you're talking about, like, breakaway attack, it definitely they're going to. And then you got Di Maria, who's just going to cross it in from out of nowhere, and it's, like, the perfect ball. You're like, that's why it's a beautiful sport. It's a beautiful game. So, and, and then these money-hungry companies come in here and they're like, ah, oh, the beautiful game, the the joy of grinding as a small league out of nowhere. Come on. I mean, they are the, they are the biggest, like, businesses in sports, so it's like, of course, money's always going to get in the way of that. There's there's no getting around it, and, uh, I mean, there's just a long history of real corruption, so that's, yeah. of course, always going to happen. But it's not happening, thank, for now. For now. For now. For now. That was so, probably just like a, a storm, like, or like the coming before the storm. Pause. Yeah. Sorry, I'm just like, <laughs> dude, oh, that was rough. <clears throat> rough to watch. I was so sad. Jacob shedding tears in the in the booth right now. I was going to wear my Manchester hat today. And I'm mm. like, you know what? Should've. I'm going to be talking about this. Well, your hair looks great, so I'm glad Thank you did. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, it looks pretty decent. I don't deserve to. They don't deserve for me to wear that damn hat like come on like what is this not until the glazers sell then i'll wear that hat again oh i'm i'm gonna hold you to that next time i see you wear that wearing that hat i'm gonna knock it off your head it's i think ni- it's a nice hat glazers are still alone and so i know you have yeah. that you have that recorded it's gonna be on the internet forever it is let's get it the baby the let's baby. go let's go so how about uh how about me watching WandaVision finally? You guys going to roast me still? Well, I'm glad you finally watched it. Yeah, it took you long enough. You know, the series ended like two months ago, roughly. I mean, I will ask you this. So when you were going through the episodes where you were like, oh, my gosh, where is this going to go? Oh, my God, this thing, they just introduced it. Like, huge surprise. Like, this is all going to culminate. And, like, this is going to be one of the bigger things in the MCU. Like, secrets changing everything. Mm -hmm. And then how did you feel when you saw all those things playing out in the episodes and actually watched the last one when a lot of those things that a lot of fans were getting hyped about didn't actually pan out in the way they thought they were going to? And did you think that was, like, a little disappointing? Or were you kind of like, it's okay, it's what I thought the whole time? Um, It's definitely not what I thought because just the writers definitely took a different approach to how they wanted the write this story and i'm glad they made it a show because we want to do spoiler alerts on this because i, I kind of want to get into this whole Let's thing do it. spoiler, spoiler alert, alerts ahead. if you want to turn this podcast off at 31 minutes go right ahead because we're going to talk about wandavision and how it played out two months later two months later <laughs> as everyone yeah. look at everybody or watch who actually cares yeah. about it they're probably like but, what's up with winter soldier <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> can't do that one yet guys yeah. we have to wait two more months anyways though i <laughs> watching it like i know like when it first came out, people were like, oh, my gosh, it's black and white. Like, what's going on? Like, 
Like it's it, no, it was weird. Yeah. Like no one really expected that from the MCU, and, and no one really knew knew how it was going to get into it later. Mm-hmm. Like, so I was personally like, "Is this what it's going to be like the whole time?" And then they started the second episode. It was kind of like that. I mean, granted, well, it got let's a start little the thing that color. Vision's dead. So like, how are you even doing this in the first place? Right. Like, exactly. Yeah. So, but it was just really cool because I was also watching it with my girlfriend who loves sitcoms. No, but like, no. What's her name? Yeah, Sam. <laughs> Sam. Yeah, so, exactly. you know, we're watching we're watching it and she's like, "Oh my gosh, this is referencing this show. This is referencing that show." Oh yeah. And it was really cool because like the she, commercials in and stuff. Yeah, yeah like everything. Dope. But like each each episode when was, they were doing like the WandaVision, mm-hmm. it was based off of uh, oh, like other, uh, yeah, certain in that decade sitcom. the shows, yeah. yeah. yeah so like, was, I love Lucy, all of that. It like, was really cool because she watched all those sitcoms and she's really into that. So, it was awesome seeing her reaction. Mm-hmm. And then also my favorite stuff was like the ending of those episodes. How, like something would happen like the dude climbing out of the well and yeah, then you see good. the the logo and then the flies and you're like he turns and then a the music kicks and you're like dude all right i got goosebumps just talking about it. i'm like that is beautiful and then when she finds that helicopter and it's red the color to it yeah. oh my gosh it just pops it's and like, you're like this doesn't wow. belong here yeah. <laughs> and i loved how they brought back uh what's her face from thor yeah, the science. Yes. What's yeah, I don't know her name in the th- in the, uh, uh, Marcy. Show. Yeah, Marcy. Yeah, she did. I was happy to see her. So it like brought back a familiar character. I kind of uh, hated her character personally, but I I, no, I get but, I like that they like brought in an old. They're not well, just like and, uh, some new scientist. Like I know this specific thing, so I'm gonna be like, oh no, it's like somebody who actually back in the past yeah. like, knows this cosmic energy type. Hola yeah. Baloo. Oh yeah. Oh, what about um like Quicksilver coming back in, but them using the uh, X Men version of him, which was the biggest like mind yeah, blowing like, thing to f- me. I was like, here we go, mutants! It's coming. They're coming into the MCU, and it's like, oh no, it's like Fietro, just fake Pietro, dude. yeah, yeah, fake Tro. So we got time for that. it was it was cool. I definitely loved the ending. How she was the Scarlet Witch, though, right? Because yeah, they that. made that beautiful. If you actually like, <laughs> I noticed this after um. She's never been called the Scarlet Witch mm-hmm. in any of the films before and mm-hmm. anything yeah. before. It's like she, finally the Scarlet Witch. The closest Witch. they yep. called her the Witch. Right. And I believe Infinity War, they called her that, but that was obviously well, not the Scarlet not Witch. Too, right. Like her full name and she got her full costume and everything. And that like armor. Horns. That, that armor mm-hmm. was. And then clean. she now becomes, she was arguably like, oh, like she could have like killed Thanos. Like she's like pretty powerful, one of the most powerful, but it's now it's like undisputed yeah, she here. is number one mm-hmm. like most powerful like if you look on terms of like power levels in yeah. the mcu she's like number one you and see I, the news that broke out this week that they wanted to have dr strange in it yeah I saw but that. they didn't want to kill from it but mm-hmm. i loved it at the end though like i thought it was just cool enough at like the uh credits trailer where she was sitting like he was you know in and yep. when he's doing all the shit um i just thought that was a cool enough uh-uh, like no to him like to that movie because obviously the movie's what they're doing this to get towards to yeah. give you some filler. I also want to go back and watch some of the Infinity War movies and some of the bigger movies with all the main characters. Because, mm-hmm. like, they always show a little bit of Vision and Wanda kind of talking. And you're like, damn, these people have a connection. Oh, yeah, you can, can we, see it progress. Can we, yeah, can we, like, can we like, progress this, like, further into a show or movie? And they did it perfectly here because they show how much they both need each other and i think that was the coolest thing almost ship theseus ship theseus i thought that was pretty wild when yeah. he literally just mind fucked vision mind fucked vision yeah that so was i was cool. like this is insane in, in a library and books are <laughs> yeah the they place. got they got white walker vision trying to come and get 
<laughs> Wanda Vision Vision. And uh, I thought that was pretty badass. But now there's like a, another Vision back in the world. He literally mm-hmm. downloaded. So what I take from that is that Wanda took her experiences and thoughts of Vision and like it got downloaded into this new reanimated vision. So now he's got to be out there and like learn new things and like figure out what his whole deal is. Thinking about the ship of Theseus the whole time, how he, and he literally becomes mm-hmm. the ship of Theseus. Is he actually vision or is he a whole new ship? You know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, one thing I hated about all the shows is that I was like, Oh my God, like first episode, is, it's like 37 minutes. Sweet. And then like 25 minutes. Goes yeah. By they were like short. 10 minutes of credits. I was yeah. like, what the hell and is then, this? And then we watched the credit roll and we're like, there's nothing here. Yes. Yeah, not till the, the last, not couple. till the last episode. But, but honestly, like I still think they did a great job. Like yeah. it's a sitcom. That's what their goal mm-hmm. was. They're not going to give you an hour long sitcom. I love the modern family. Yeah. Modern oh, family yeah, episode. Yeah, that was awesome. Just like, I'm just having a kind of tough day and like <laughs> shit's like completely changing around her. She's like pan back to her back on the recliner. Yeah. I'm fine. Everything's yeah. fine. Creating twins out of nowhere. <laughs> she was, that was a wild show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Disney's Disney's been, they've been killing it. They've been doing a good job. I mean, they're, they're really great. Like grateful to have bought MCU and like have all these uh, things that like these big worlds that they can put as just jam pack as many stories that people have been craving for so long. They dropped like the Star Wars and the MCU. They can they can do even, endless things. Don't even with get me in the Star Wars right Did now. You see the? I love how Disney's like, dude. We want a holiday. They dropped their, <laughs> yeah. uh, the timeline for all the new Marvel movies. Yeah, they did. They released a the trailer. I just need a Doctor <laughs> like Strange movie. Long. Like when you were saying, like you were looking back at the Infinity movies and seeing like the main characters. We only had one Doctor Strange movie, and yeah, it was a good movie. But his power level and like his whole thing that he can do now is nowhere near what he was doing but, in that movie. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I want to see Doctor Strange kick some Loki. ass. Loki's next. Yeah, Loki. Oh, I'm pretty excited for my god! You talk. You talk about a show that's gonna like show absolute fan a lot of Loki. MCU theories and secrets. That's gonna be the one. Well, well you got to get through Winter Soldier first before you do that one. Well, I actually know. started it, so okay. don't you worry. You know this this Loki though. It's, it's gonna take place in like different uh, like yeah universes like, and yeah. dimensions nope. than the main storyline. So this is actually kind of like. All, it's like an anthology, kind of like a one-off mm-hmm. series for Loki, but I, I like that because he doesn't have to affect the main storyline anymore, and we get fan-favorite Loki doing his thing, exploring the universe, just kind of generally probably getting his ass kicked a lot because that's what Loki does best. Yeah, he's like the but, bad guy you want to like. Right, and then it, kind of an anti-hero he's, and just getting into mischief. He's perfectly casted, though. Like, whoever yeah, was Hiddleston about... Is, kills it. Who, whoever with MCU is like, all right, this is who we want to be this character. Every character, the main driving force of MCU, was like beautifully and refinedly picked. Like absolutely, like starting all with RDJ. All of them. Well, even Stark, like the though. I liked um, all of uh, the original Hulk, but like he was just kind of a douche. But like Ed Norton. Well, yeah. they just did that whole movie but really poorly. I didn't think it was atrociously done. I thought it was atrociously like, done. Absolutely, I fell asleep in the good. theater. You don't even. Consider I thought it was, it was part really. Of the MCU. I thought it was disgusting. Mm-hmm. I was kind of appalled. Personally. Yeah, I didn't hate it. And now we got dopey Mark Ruffalo, who is like kind of funny in the role. But like, I I like him as Hulk way better. He, I think he was one of the highest paid actors on that cast, besides Robert Downey Jr. and Chris Evans. Yeah, but I mean, like for a guy who doesn't have his own film, like like a standalone. Long, yeah, him. Yeah, but like in his own film, he's one of the biggest name actors. Oh no, yeah, of the every Avengers, and he was in the uh, Thor movie. Was basically like a Thor and Hulk movie, right? True, so. true, true. I mean, he's been in 
everything. Mm-hmm. Thor Love and Thunder, though, that is going to be, I am so excited for that. I mean, it's going to be the last movie for, like, Chris Hemsworth as Thor. It's going to be another Taika Waititi movie. Well, I, I think that's what they're saying Taika, because dude. they're saying that Natalie Portman's coming back and she's going to yep. take up the mantle I, as yep, Thor. She's yeah. back. So. I'd like to see it. but uh, I just want to see Chris Hemsworth's Thor just go back into his... Hole, drinking some kegs of beer and just playing some Fortnite playing, with the boys. Playing Fortnite with Gorg. What's up, bro? <laughs> New Master 69. <laughs> oh, it's that kid again. Piss off, you ghost. <laughs> yeah, me. I'm just, you know, a pile of rocks over here. You know, I'm, I'm actually a person. I'm a being. Like, this fucking guy. All the films. I'm excited for when they just start coming back. Like, dude, I've been waiting on Black Widow for like a whole year. It's coming out in like a month, I July. think. Wow. It's, yeah. it's like middle July. Soon. And then after that, I think it's... Um, the Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi and then another Spider-Man movie. Yeah. I'm excited for that one. I'm excited Probably more than anything. I saw a thing too that... Um, uh, the Amazing Spider-Man guy who played him. Uh, James Garfield? Yes. So that he was, came out saying that he hadn't been asked to play... In Spider-Man. Which is sad because there was all that hype about having a Spider-Verse movie, yep. which I think... I mean, it still could be. Who knows? I think Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, the animated movie, best Spider-Man movie ever, one of the best superhero movies of all time, and definitely, oh. like, my favorite anim- animated movie I may have ever seen. Skip I, the Eternals, too. Which, like... Ooh, that, that one's going to be good. Yeah. They got Ro- young Rob Stark. They have a lot of good actors in that movie. Yeah. Well, it's it's MCU, so anything they're gonna they're gonna Disney's gonna pump their money into. But the, it. they yeah, got they, 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 they got like big name actors into that. One. But those have. those are like big name actors who are like pretty like they're they're just hot right now. They haven't done a mm-hmm. whole lot. I mean, they got that Brian Tyree Henry. He's been in like mm-hmm. some stuff. Yeah, he's in Atlanta. He's in a, that where he got his big break. But now he's like real like real hot. Like got a lot of juice going. So they're gonna put him in. They got Richard Madden, who was Rob Stark on Game of Thrones, and. Uh, he also was in the Elton John Rocketman movie. He's doing some good stuff. He's got a lot of good series as well. And then they got Kumail Nanjiani, yeah. who was like just like a great comedian, had a great movie called The Big Sick. If you haven't seen it, you should watch it. Good movie. Some Amazing Hayek movie. in there too, Angelina Jolie. And then, but like Kumail Nanjiani just getting absolutely ripped. He used to like play a nerd on Silicon Valley and now he's just <laughs> like completely like different, just completely ripped. Shredding, not shredded. Disney Plus is definitely uh, flexing a little bit. They they're putting out some good content that you can only watch there. So mm-hmm. it's definitely and something Spider Man to soon too. I'll see. Yeah, it'll be exciting. All and gotta, Black Panther too. I'm really intrigued to see how they do that aspect. All I gotta say though is Jacob. Yeah, you gotta you gotta watch Star Wars. Dude. Okay, you gotta you gotta get on that some year. Some, Some year. year, dude. I watched WandaVision. You gotta, you gotta watch Star Wars now. <laughs> I think they like don't let you get into heaven if you haven't seen Star Wars or something crazy like that. That's what I heard. I think can. I've done some other things that mean I'm not getting there, but you know, <laughs> we ain't gonna go down that road. That's on the that's on the X rated podcast. Oh, gotcha. Like, like yesterday was amazing watching the Bad Batch. I loved it. Like as a kid, take a lot you, of stress off your life. Oh yeah. You can really, because it's like one of those things where you can like just like especially like you're saying like I love this as a kid I can dive right into it that was like an hour long and then it really just kind of takes you to a new world where you don't have to worry about anything everything melts away like I'm gonna watch my favorite characters fight robots in space (laughs) and there's not much else to it but it's not complicated and it's real nice to just sit back and relax and do that so Mm. good I love it sounds interesting it's kind of like a giant monkey fighting a giant lizard. Oh, oh word? No, there's way more depth than that. Come on, don't give me that. <laughs> what do you mean? Dude. You look in Kong's eyes and he was like, he was feeling some shit, bro. But we won't get into that. We we already talked about all that. But 
I started watching the old uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. You're gonna say Teen Titans? No. <laughs> It's just because I like pressure on your face too. was like, oh, man, I really want to go down to Teen, Teen Titans, Titans over here. <laughs> He's like, oh. hey, if I watch Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, like Beast Boy, okay, like, shout watched, out Beast Boy. You ever watch those old school ones though? Like the animated ones? No, the live action, the live action. Oh yeah, I'm sorry. I, I watched it when I was a kid and had a nightmare, so I didn't really uh, <laughs> want to see like a turtle with its eyes popping out of its head. Don't forget a rat that's running around through the sewers. Yeah, pretending to watch like eat pizza like. Like a puppet, like it's basically like shoving a piece of pizza into like a sock puppet on your hand, and like, wh- like you're supposed to just be like, oh, it's eating it, but it's like not, and then it's staring you in the eyes, and then slow blinks at you. Who hurt you? The teenage mutant ninja turtles, oh bro. My gosh, you're a monster. Uh, by the literal monster, definition, dude. the teenage mutant ninja turtles are monsters. Yeah. Dude, the secret of the ooze, man. You can't tell me that if you're laying in your bed at night, you're all tucked in and cozy. You're about, you're about to drift off to sleep, and you like glance over at the dark corner in your room, and you see one of those motherfuckers staring <laughs> at you, eating a slice of pizza slowly, but like just mashing it in its mouth. Sam, you're not going to be terrified. Same. Sam was the same. She's like, I never watched them. They're pretty scary looking. I'm like, what? Come on. Looks like you're the outcast in this situation. I am. That's normally how it works, so I'm fine with it. Roll with the punches. <laughs> I mean, if you want to go down the sewers and find uh, Pennywise the Clown instead of uh, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, that... Honestly, might be a better option. Master Splinter. Yeah, dude. Splinter kicked the shit out of you, dude. Oh, fuck around the, the rat. Well, he's a rat, rat, so I would step on the, his head. The Donald Glover dude. They're named after Renaissance <laughs> artists and they live in the sewer. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of my favorite. Comedy special is one of my favorite jokes. Like, old man's, homeless man's fever dream. Yep. Is the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Jacob Abraham over here. I'm going to go home. <laughs> I'm going to go home. Just want my... Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles to save me. TMNT. Yeah. Which one's your favorite? I don't think you deserve the know. <laughs> you just well, don't know their well, names. You, well, you, al- okay, well, <laughs> you already <laughs> just uh, said you have a favorite of like them, so that's kind of playing favoritism. That's kind of yeah. Which up. one's your favorite? Leonardo. Teenage Mutant Which one? Ninja which color is he? Blue. Blue. I like the purple one. Donatello? Yeah. No, I like Michelangelo just because I love pizza. Is he red? <laughs> No, he's orange. orange. Oh, okay. That's he was Raphael's always like the. Red. He was like the. Yeah, dude. He didn't like care about anything. He was <laughs> just like Cowabunga, yeah. Cowabunga. Where's the pizza, bro? It's like we literally just slashed the necks of like these ninjas, and they're bleeding all over the place. Yeah, but I'm starving, man. I want some pizza. It's like okay, they just teach kids okay to murder people and then just eat some fucking shitty food. <laughs> I mean, I wanted to play with those ninja tools that they had, like those swords. It's gonna yeah. be like that South Park episode. I'm gonna get a shirk <laughs> into the eyeball. <laughs> Dress him up like a dog. Yeah, he's like, oh well, there's nothing we can do. Put him down. <laughs> I recently rewatched that COVID special they did, the pandemic special. South Which one, Park. the pandemic or the vaccination? Yeah, I watched the first one. The, you gotta watch dude, the vaccination. Yeah. Oh my gosh! But the begin that whole episode was just <laughs> dude just having sex with all these random animals. <laughs> <laughs> the bat and then the pangolin, that was great. Dude, yeah, never heard like, of a pangolin before this, and dude, I found a new favorite animal. <laughs> and then it was with Mickey Mouse in China. He's oh, just, boy. He's just fucking a bat, and you're like, you're, oh. oh. You ever fuck a pangolin before? Oh, <laughs> uh, oh we were so lazy. Yeah, yeah, I know. 
can't believe you fucked that pangolin. Yeah, don't don't talk about it. Uh, it was a rough night. Well, he mail him like a bloody heart or whatever to him. <laughs> He's like, you're dead. Yeah. Talk about the Disney Corporation. Yeah, literally. <laughs> oh, man. There's oh, a lot of good stuff out there right now, though. And it's it's been fun to like well, start watching those movies and we're in a content driven world now and so yeah. it's like anything I'll but I love it I'll I take it all and I'm just like feed me more you just love it right now yeah here today gone tomorrow except for music's kind of at a lull though J Cole. don't care J Cole yeah I was just gonna say his new album's coming out on the 14th let's go dude I'm I know so hyped for I know that. you don't care about it because you hate J Cole for whatever reason I'm so hyped but for that. I mean let's talk about a guy name me another artist that hasn't had a feature over his last three albums. I don't wait. know. I don't know what guy needs I'll to wait. feature himself though. That's pretty. That's pretty. Uh, not, I'm pretty sure he has no. a line that says, "People aren't worthy to be on a shit." So hey. you know, what can I say? I studied the case on the guidance right now. Hmm. No rebuttal. No rebuttal. Can't. Don't need to. Kenny Hoopla's album drops this Friday. Then music can be saved. Oh yeah. Yeah. Cool. So can I was I gonna. Represent? That just sounds like a lot of hoopla to me. <laughs> <laughs> the um. um did you know that uh, my sister's uh, boyfriend, is, that's his cousin? Fun fact. Really? Yep. Small world. Yep. Yep, that's his uh, his cousin. Yep. Time fact. to get him on the pod, bro. I don't know if that's that'd supposed be, to that'd be, be awesome. in there, but, you know. Uh. Who cares? <laughs> um, so MGK is coming mm-hmm. to the rave. Yep. I don't know if you saw that. Yeah, I did. And Kenny Hoopla is opening up for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a Cleveland. That's where the connection yeah, yeah. from Cleveland. Yeah, yeah. And it's sold out in minutes. Yep. Yeah, like, gone super like fast. that. And I'm like, yeah, and I was so excited. stupid crazy because Eli was looking at getting tickets yep. for it. B.O.B. is going to be at the college at UWO. Is he really? really? Yeah, I saw that. Uh, let's go. Underground luxury, <laughs> baby. Dude, dude, let's go. There is not a more underrated hip-hop artist than B.O.B. Uh, no. Um, Nate, think of one. Think of one and I'll... Okay, it depends because he's kind of crazy at the same time. Who? Technology. I'm always going to say it. No, I'm always going to say it just because he says it himself. There's some ludicrous songs that. <sighs> yeah, ludicrous. Absolutely. absolutely ludicrous slept. is slept. Uh, Outcast, underrated. Do you want a top five he's, underrated artist? He's, criti- he's like critically acclaimed and everything, and like, un- like, but it still feels like he'll, they'll always be underground. Like, you think so? I mean, kind of. I mean, I'm my like Twitter is all kind of tapered to me like my own twitter but like it's all like love for outcast and being like oh andre 3000 one of the best lyricists of all time but yes i think i talked to a lot of people and they're like oh outcast i mean like what that that hey ya song i'm like there's way more than that i think here i think the the cool thing with outcast though is they have massive respect in the music industry though their style is like like nothing else too that's where people don't get as they don't get as much love because everything's different style is generic mine's authentic made. I roll think, like a running unique clinic i think though they've influenced <laughs> a lot of that right now. but they've influenced like a lot of artists and they've oh, yeah. been on mm-hmm. a lot of stuff even when they split up well so they like, changed the game of music for a lot of yeah. people like during that time they they did stuff that people are doing in music now that yeah. nobody ever did in the 2000s like well, it started that it was kind of transitioning from like gangster rap more into the mainstream culture because people we're like, oh, this is cool. I want to be cool. Like bring in like love and romance in a hip hop form, like where hip hop is like hardcore only. Yeah. yeah, like they have that album, like the Love Below, and uh, oh, what a big what was Big Boy's album side of it is the Love uh, Speaker Box, yeah, Speaker, Speaker Box, and the Love Below, where you bring both love and hip hop mm-hmm. into one into one full album. No, but I, they're just unique in their sound. Yeah, like, I don't think they're really underrated or underappreciated i think they've definitely underappreciated, underappreciated maybe not yeah, under, underrated 
But yeah, B.O.B. I don't think there's anyone more than B.O.B. B.O. Uh, Look at his hits, man. He's no, okay, some. but like Oops. after also thinks the world after, is flat. After underground, <laughs> yeah. after ground, the after underground luxury though, I think it kind of fell off a bit, and that's when he started like going crazy. I don't know, but no. underground luxury cranberry moonwalk, dude. He's B.O.B. like top bottom though. I'm still in this bitch. I'm dude, still that banger. What about airplanes? Like took over airwaves. But that for... was that was old before though. Okay, sure. Like look at his um, look at his stuff. Da, 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 after da, 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 da. I might be wrong in this. I was just like delivering something in the school. And I saw like B.O.B. on like a poster or something, and it said something about that. Maybe it's like some B.O.P. night. Maybe he's not coming here. But oh, no. Because so I looked at all hyped Well, I looked up. at it, and I, I can't find it. I'm looking it up. But who's to say? Who's to say? Either right. way, B.O.B. needs to be brought into more conversations yeah. in life. Yeah. Dude, the song harder. Ready with Future. Like, dude ran my insane. like middle school and early high school years. If you ask anyone, like, give me a top five artist, no one puts B.O.B. in there. Even top ten. But, like, B.O.B. is worthy of being in your top ten. I love Because, like, nobody it. ever lists, love like, a B.O.B. Never comes song never comes on and everyone's like, oh, I hate B.O.B. Dude, headband? Like, How many times have you been out at a bar dude. and, like, headband comes I know on, that song by heart, too. I yeah. just, there's so many where I'm just Strange like, oh. Strange clouds. Oh, yeah. Keep rolling. They, he's got Morgan Freeman narrating an entire, dude, bombs like, away. Yeah. yeah. Before um, well, 21 Savage did it or whatever. Yeah, B.O.B. I did have, like, a little top five list. Okay, actually, artists. Staying up at night in bed. Ah, oh, yeah. These it's artists are just it. so underrated. I need to bring this up. It was actually funny you threw in Ludacris because I had Ludacris. Yeah. In there too. <laughs> you ever listen to um, at Tech Nine? I think so. I was, but the underground aspects kind of kept one of ASAP Ferg too is way better than Rocky. Oh yeah. Who Ferg? Ferg better than Rocky all day. Yeah. Ferg's catalog of music, especially over the longevity of it. Oh yeah. Big Sean. Big Sean. I think Sean deserves an underrated top five. Literally just for him on all me, dude. Stay on this army. Stay true to army. Banger. Slapper. Dance dance ass, dude. Listen to that live. Oh, my God. Throwback. Dude, I'd play 2K for about eight hours a day, and <laughs> I'd have, like, a CD that I burned and put it onto my PlayStation. And it was, mm-hmm. like, just every every other song. Ass, 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 ass. <laughs> just, like, stop. I make that motherfucker hammer time. Oh, Can't wait till we like bleep stupid. out. Have to like bleep all this go out because we're like stupid. singing all these songs that people are like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're gonna have to pay this for those. Yeah, I'm not paying those rights. Yeah, ain't no. worth it. Well, maybe we're so off key that they. <laughs> it doesn't yeah, sound like I'll it. just start going. Just mumble everything. You sound like a modern day rapper. Oh, oh, snap. boom, roasted. He just said that. <laughs> Ooh-rah. What about a top five overrated rappers list? Mm-hmm. Oh, I like that. Mm-hmm. Drake. Getting some real hot takes. Whoa. Still hard. I don't whoa, know. Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. Drake. What? That, overrated. If overrated. Drake. No. Dude. Yeah. No. Overrated. No. I mean, no, no, in the no, terms no, no, of people no. being like Drake overrated. is rap. In terms yeah. of people saying he's rap Jesus. Yes. Maybe not. But like, I still like Drake puts out a song. I'm like. Yeah, it sounds pretty similar to his old ones, but I'm like still like, this is a banger. Drake makes good music sometimes, but I wouldn't put him as a goat. Or even I'm like anywhere I wouldn't even. Uh, not as long as he doesn't Mount do Rushmore, his, he ain't in like. 
As long as he doesn't do his R and B shit, you know, I'm not like all about that. I'm really more about him just like coming out and making like the bangers. Like, where well, everyone like, loves Hard Drake. Like when he goes out and he just guns for people, no one's safe. So, who are you gonna put on an overrated list? I was gonna say um, J Cole. No, I'm joking. I know I get a lot yeah. of hate for that. Yeah, that would that would be of, that's I just wrong. That would be the dumbest that. thing you'd ever. That's say. just wrong bro. because he can make music on his own without people. That's just wrong. I think personally, and so can Kanye. I don't know if uh, y'all are gonna agree with this, but I think Travis Scott's a little overrated. He's not a rapper. <clears throat> More of it, put him in like the pop star category. He's a singer. See, like, he, uh, did, he doesn't even Dave view Sean, himself. But I'm not a rapper. <laughs> no, no, but he literally doesn't view himself as like a rapper. That's he views fair. himself as a singer. And then when you actually listen to his music, you're like, yeah, he doesn't. It's definitely auto tune singing. Mm-hmm. So I don't. And just for how his sound is, it's so. Like when you hear Travis Scott, you know it's Travis Scott. It's like, kind of like that. that. He's got that trademark. You're like. Oh, this is a Travis Scott. It's kind of like a so, like Post Malone because Post Malone's yeah. not a rapper, but he's definitely like a dude. He's a coming pop out with artist. a country album. Mm-hmm. Oh, have you heard some of those songs? Oh my gosh! After this, I'll have to show you guys. It's good. <laughs> I would play it right now, but probably get yeah. copyright. But. Yeah, episode three is just like totally flagged. Um, does it have the it's got cover a giant of that one red strike through it? Like, does can't, it have, can't make money off uh, this or anything? The cover of the one like '90s song that they do in TED. Yeah, that on there? So. yeah, they started fucking playing that at work, and that's all I hear, and I hate it because he switches out. He also doesn't even Wait, say dolphins. It? Yeah, and they say uh, uh, he says cowboys in it instead. The cowboys make me cry. I'm like stupid. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, by the way, like, all the money we're making off this podcast right now, <laughs> insane, getting all them clicks. Yeah, clickbaits. Oh, jeez, who would be an overrated rap artist? I am kind of struggling to think of it. I don't want to like just honestly like if we're gonna go like, I like overrated. I'm gonna say the baby right now. I think that's like no cap. I agree with that. Yeah, I think I he's kind it. of a one one sound. That's it. Sure. You know, <clears throat> yeah. it's kind of that hype up. Like I can never see him making like a different sounding song. Mm-hmm. I think every song from him is gonna sound the same, and whatever he's on, it's gonna have that same. You know, it's baby. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. For I a guy that like tells himself is like a phenomenal. Cardi B overrated. Mm. 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 Depends what kind of music mood you're in. Yeah. I mean, if you, you, want can, just you like, can make that argument for anybody. Yeah, though. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, I'm in the mood for this specific. I think yeah. Cardi B is pretty overrated. Just in the fact that it's kind of like the baby thing. Like she really sounds the same and like. She kind of raps about all the same stuff. I mean, granted, she's like kind of Bodak Yellow is such a yeah, but, though, but man. it's like just Bodak but Yellow, like you just and then have, he put all that, all yeah. the other bangers. Yeah, I'm more of a. I mean, Who and you? I'm not trying to like slam like women hip hop artists. Mm-hmm. I like I like uh, Saweetie a lot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She's pretty good. I like her songs. They made me scream. Who who would you so you you still you still stick? Yeah, I'm with still Drake. stick with Drake because I right. I think so just have, like high like he's touted higher than he should be. We have Drake to baby and Cardi B. <laughs> who else that's in the a, bi- who else in the big industry are we going to be gunning? Dude, for that's going right to be now? a really great song if they make a track together. Probably is one out there somewhere. I I do not like. Yeah, Twenty One Savage overrated. Yeah, but you know it was in regards to like rappers from England. I think he's pretty respectable. <laughs> I mean, I guess if you're also, talking about like Big Shaq, <laughs> <laughs> he's better than Big Shaq. You know who's overrated right now? Currently, hmm. I'm gonna say Quavo. Quavo's horrible. Yeah, I don't know. He's put in his like catalog of shit though. So 
I think he's like a feature artist. More, I, I like now his he features is. more than anything. Now he is, but know. like I just yeah, think until like, he dropped like a culture three, and then you're like, I mean, it's hard though because like be that horrible that it's Migos album, so that Migos album was like so fire. Oh, that culture, the first culture album. Yeah. Every the second song. one was good. It was just way too long. You didn't need. It was like twenty four tracks yeah. or whatever. But like the first it's five songs, that that's all you needed. Yeah, and it's like okay, wow, okay. that's a different <laughs> album. But okay. Oh, you're still on the catch him. I thought you were on the second one. No, it's not about the first one. My bad. First five songs, and it's just. I eat. apologize. So we need, we need. So are we putting Quavo on this list or no? Quavo, Quavo. Sure. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Everything's fine. fine. It's all fine. What do you? What are you guys' thoughts on Meek Mill? In and out of the culture, mm. man. He's like hit. Yeah. High, very high highs and like pretty low lows. Just yeah. getting getting murdered. Some of those Dreamcatcher songs are really good. I love his stuff. Like that uh, wasn't Burn. Released. Oh, do burn uh house party um Hefe. i'm a boss uh he's got some a few that are just bangers like i would listen to those all day every day any party all the time <laughs> just a really lot of loads that i'm skipping yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah he's like an off and on kind of guy it's sometimes the voice just gets too high pitched for me it's so much of like the same street style rap sound. every song you know, it kind of yeah, gets but into no one that. In, there's no one in today that does like street style rap, so it's true. Nice, well, because that's they, like they what die, I enjoy. They die before they like <laughs> pop the real ones rip, at least. Dude. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah, I miss like because uh, in my growing up in like the 2000s era hip hop, that's pretty much all a lot of what it was, and there's not a lot of that in today's game. Who were some of your favorite artists from then? Ti um, was definitely my favorite. Um, Ludacris would have been there. Jeezy, I was a huge Jeezy fan. Um, so you. Know, I mean, you know, that's why I'm not a big Gucci Mane fan. Gucci. Uh, um, but like Gucci J and the 3-6 Mafia. Three like 3-6. Three six six, um, trying to think of some other good. Yeah, because when they had like uh, um, Dope Boy came out, was a good song. Um, what about like old school hip hop? You ever get into like anything like that? Like 90s and stuff? Yeah. Yeah. Not um, like old school, old school, like, oh, Rapping about my like, hat, like rap about my shoes. Check out how fly I am. Check out how fly. Like, like that's literally a song. Probably DJ from- Rob. Um, <laughs> DJ Rob. Yeah, dude. Uh, I mean, just like Pac and Biggie and like uh, like NWA. So were like you that. a big fifty More guy? Hardcore. Yeah, I love fifty. Fifty is awesome. First two albums were phenomenal. After that, when he went against Kanye, was the worst decision of his career. <laughs> when they dropped the album the same day, his career ended. Came yeah. back a little bit with uh, Pop Smoke, but yeah. All right. I think I think that does it. I wraps it up for today. No, yeah. We we definitely were like, yeah, let's, let's just do a quick recap of everything that's happened. Well, it's hard when we don't do a podcast for like two right. or three weeks and it's like, oh, everything just goes insane internet wise, just with life. everything in life wise. Yeah. A lot of stuff happening. Hopefully we'll be pumping these episodes out a little quicker. Hopefully. Yes, hopefully. Let's do it. So this should be going up tomorrow, Wednesday. Around 8 a.m. And as always, we, uh, we thank you for listening. Oh, that's right. Dude, my day is <laughs> Bro, I'm just sitting here like, wait a minute. Oh, no. We thank you all for listening. Thursday morning. Appreciate you coming by and sharing an hour with us. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, thank you guys for listening. Peace and love as we were talking earlier by Outcast. <laughs> Namaste. Namaste. Happy Cinco de Mayo. Doodles. Adios.